Well, good afternoon. Hey, thank you uh, for joining me. It is a privilege and really an honor to pray with you. I'm so grateful for it. Uh, I could use your prayers, so if you would say a prayer for me, I'd be very grateful. Of course, I pray for you all the time, and you are in my daily prayers. So uh, count on being prayed for, especially in your time of need. I'm joined today by my colleague, Maggie. She prays with me every afternoon. And if you want to get a petition over to her, great way to do that is simply to send a post to her on our X platform. It's at Drew Mariani Show. I think lines are already filled, but let me give you the speed dial. You can use this to try to get in at some point. It's 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. And you'll see it right there on the screen. So just feel free to go ahead and uh, try to sneak in if you can. And I'm grateful for everyone who's been writing, sending answered prayers and sending their petitions. We want to pray for you. Maggie, as we kick this off, anything you want to lift up or pray for? Yeah, you know, there's a tweet that just came in, Drew, that, uh, or an X post came in yeah. uh, that really, I, I think, is a beautiful intention. So I want to lift it up. Jesse wrote to us and said, please pray for me that I may find employment. I took care of my disabled daughter who has recently passed away. I have not worked as a nurse in 14 years and am seen as obsolete to my employers. Jesus, I trust in you. Wow. That's rough. Yeah. yeah we'll lift you up. We'll, we'll blanket you in prayer. Um, I, I think quite often of, you know, what the Lord has, has told St. Faustina, for anyone who's going through a difficult time right now, he says, I'll never give you anything beyond your strength. And he says, you know, don't be afraid of what's going to happen to you. I'll give you nothing beyond your strength. And just know that the power of my grace is enough. And he said that to St. Faustina in her diary. I think it was around 14 entry, entry 1491, somewhere in that area. Um, but think about that, especially when you go through a difficult time. And we had this this uh, beautiful sister who was just with us. She says, you know, suffering um, doesn't escape any of us. We all will be given crosses in this life every single one of us, and they all manifest in different ways. But God hears our prayers. I'm convinced of it. And miracles do happen when we turn to the Lord and we we ask for his mercy. Uh, I want to share a few emails that came in very quickly, and then we'll take your phone calls. Hey, Drew, I have a Thanksgiving. I called in uh, in May for a prayer for my cousin. He was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. It also traveled to his liver. That is normally a death sentence. You know, it's never good. Um, he says, uh, on uh, February, just a couple days ago, our prayer was answered with good news. He is in total remission, no cancer. want to let everybody who prayed know and just thank you, Jesus. I want to thank Relevant Radio for having this beautiful and very powerful prayer. Your prayer brother, Manuel. Manuel, thank you for sharing that. I say it all the time, and I believe it. God is not, you know, cancer is not bigger than God. God, God is in control of everything. If you have cancer... Put it in the hands of the Lord, and if, he, if you're battling it, pray for the grace that you need, but also have that faith and that trust. Ask God to liberate you, and we hear these testimonies all the time. I don't know God's will. The key to this journey we call life is submitting to God's will and just putting our faith and our trust in our loving Father. This person says, hey, I prayed for my freshman son and his two classmates that they make JV baseball team. When I picked up my son from the last day of tryouts, he humbly said, Dad, I made varsity. <laughs> His two classmates made JV. I just prayed they'd all make the team. I didn't even ask about varsity. I want to thank Jesus for an answer to prayer. Another person said to me, hey, I requested prayers for someone who came down and asked you head cold and fever and congestion. 
Uh, they were better within the day. He says, thanks for praying, and may God bless you and everyone who prays with you. So let's pray for you right now. God answers prayers big and small, from the vanquishing of colds to cancer. That's what I like to, to say. And if you have an answered prayer, please send it to me, Drew, at relevantradio.com. Let me share one more, and then we'll, we'll go to the phones. This person said, hey, a couple of weeks ago, I prayed the Divine Mercy Chapel with you, and I asked for a healing for my mother-in-law. She was suffering from an allergy around her eye since April. She had double vision, which also occurred about a month ago. Just want to let you know, uh, and thank God. She says, thank you and everyone for their prayers. She was healed last week. She's found relief. The hitching uh, on her face is gone. She's finally again able to drive on her own. So God bless you and all that you do, Yolanda. Yolanda, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for writing. We get these answers to prayers, and so often we thank God and we move on to our next petition. Be sure and thank God, both with your prayer. If you have an answer prayer from this chaplet, then please uh, write to me. The email for answered prayers, drew at relevantradio.com. That's drew at relevantradio.com. Market answered prayer praise report, okay? And we'll go from there. Let's begin, as we do every day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You expired, Jesus. But the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and was born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll take our first call today. This comes from uh, Northern California, uh, Benicia, California. Mary is joining us there. Hi, Mary. Hi, Drew. Hi. Hi, Maggie. Happy pregnancy for you. Thank you, Mary. (laughs) Um, Thank you for taking this. So I learned this morning that um, Cherry Starr uh, passed away. She's the wife of Bart Starr. Yeah famous Green Bay Packer quarterback, wow. and I wanted to pray for her soul. Uh, she was 89, and uh, safe travels for home for my husband, who's coming from Philly today. All right. We'll pray for smooth sailing. I know the weather's going to get a little rougher later in the week, but um, we'll pray for your husband. We'll pray for you, Mary, and for all your intentions, and thanks for putting that on our radar. For those of you who are Green Bay Packer fans, uh, Bart Starr, whose wife I just found out has, has passed away from Mary here, 
um, was really a cornerstone of the of the Packer dynasty. He led the the, uh, the Packers to five NFL championships, including uh, victories in their very first Super Bowl, Super Bowl one and two. And you're probably familiar with uh, the Ice Bowl. Um, he was he was the one responsible for that. Uh, uh, for that victory, if I remember correctly, and somebody can correct me if I'm not I'm not wrong, I the very end of that game it came down to a very infamous uh, sneak play, and um, they were playing the Dallas Cowboys. It was 1967 in NFL Championship, and uh, he executed those 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 key games. But um, Packers love him, you know. Packer fans are uh, he's part of their great legacy. And both he and his wife were just wonderful people. So let's pray for them. Let's pray for all those who mourn losses today. I want to pray for Mary, and I want to pray for you. And uh, Lord, we thank you for the gift of life and for our spouses. And we thank you for uh, for the gifts you've given us. And I just entrust to you all who now pray with me. I ask you to lift their crosses. You embolden their gifts. You bless them in new ways. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, Boston, Wisconsin's next. Uh, Clay, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Greg, and good afternoon, Maggie. Um, I would like to set a couple of prayer intentions. Um, one is is that uh, Venerable Father Mazza Kelly uh, can someday become uh, blessed and, and become a saint. I love that. I also like to say I would also like to say a, a prayer for um, my my wife and my marriage and everything. Help out with that. It's a little rocky situation right now, but marrying the Catholic Church, I know uh, eventually God will come through for that. It's one extra prayers for that. Yeah. And then um, one last final prayer I'd like to say is uh, as a, like a, a praise report uh, for my uh, godmother. Linda Shaman, um, she helps me out a lot, and she doesn't get the credit and thanks that she deserves. And I know you and Linda are pretty close to each other, uh, Greg or, or Drew. So that's why I mentioned that. So, well, Clay, first of all, please uh, tell her I said hello. She is the one who introduced me to uh, the venerable Samuel Mazzacelli, and I think he's a powerhouse. Sam, yep. we'll call upon him to join us in prayers today for interceding and for for answer prayers. And I'll be praying for you. My wife and I will, Maggie. I'm sure Maggie and her husband, Joe, will be praying for you as well. How many years have you been married, by the way? Uh, I'd be two years in July, and uh, she kind of got in control of a little Satanism and spiritual warfare, and, you know, by somebody that's a Satanist, and he's just taking total control over her. She can't think for herself and anything like that. So it's just, you know, I need prayers for, for her and for our two kids and, you know, a kid on the way as well, too, and oh, that we can wow. reconcile our marriage and, and not end up going through with the divorce that, yes, it is filed, but I also don't want it to happen. So. Yeah, well, you, you know, here, I, I, talk, I hope you talk to a local exorcist in the area. He can give you some great advice for your wife, but she's dealing with really dangerous stuff right now. But I, I also believe, and I want you to have confidence. I know you're a man of prayer. I know you believe in it. You see the fruit of it. Um, the Lord promised anything we ask in virtue of this prayer, if it's according to his will, would be granted. And I know he wants sacramental marriages together. He wants them healed, Clay. And God's grace is far more powerful than any Satanist or anything else. So 
Uh, let's take your wife and your relationship and your children and your family. We ask Father Maza Kelly to go ahead and intercede for us as well. And we will uh, we'll pray. Maggie, I'm sorry I missed you. If you'd say that again. Yeah, I was just uh, suggesting maybe Clay could take a pilgrimage to Champion. Mostyn is not too far. Yeah. Um, I know Our Lady has worked many miracles for those that go. Great advice. In fact, I probably shouldn't say this on the air. Uh, and I won't. I was going to mention something about the spiritual warfare. If you're dealing with spiritual warfare, that is a great place to go to. I, I know some things. I'll tell you on the off air here, but uh, uh, a great place to go, you know, and, and really seek Our Lady's intercession. Uh, but let's pray right now. Anyone who's having trouble in their marriages, look, unite your prayers to ours right now. Anyone who's having a loved one that's involved in the occult, let's pray right now. And I pray for Many miracles take place through Venerable Samuel Mazzucchelli's intercession that he may be raised to the altars. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrow passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world all right uh, before I go to Josephine praying with us in Newark Delaware near Wilmington I know the area well let me go to Maggie she's right here in studio with me and Maggie may what can we pray for lots coming in Mallory from Minnesota wrote to us she said please Pray for Mary, who had knee surgery last week and is now doing PT. May God heal her quickly and with minimal pain. I know my dad's going through that PT right now, so I want to add him in to that prayer. Juana wrote to us and said, I would like uh, prayers for me so that I can resolve some medical bills that have been stacking up. Thank you. Jorge wrote to us and said, Drew and Maggie, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. I would like to pray for the incoming severe weather that's supposed to be coming this evening mm. and also for my mom's injury appointment checkup this Friday. Hope the severe weather is not too bad. Kate wrote to us and said, for Megan, a 16-year-old who went missing last week after she was dropped off from school. How old is she, 16? 16. Uh, for Jackie, a young man who suffered from mental illness and substance abuse, he was found deceased at his board and care facility moments ago. Louise wrote to us and said, please pray for my granddaughter, Tabitha. She's, she's 18 years old. She's suffering from seizures, digestive problems, not being able to keep her food down, and uh, it keeps her from gaining any weight. She says there's not any diagnosis. She's under the care of Mayo uh, Clinic and the doctors uh, in her hometown. She's got to finish her senior year at home doing to the, due to these problems. Thank you for praying for Tabitha. And Adelita wrote to us and she said, praise and thanksgiving for a wonderful, safe trip abroad. Asking for prayers for Anna, who is gonna undergo surgery tomorrow and for the conversion of my family, uh, that we would all grow closer to God this Lent. And she says, and for all expected mothers, that Our Lady and Lord will protect all unborn babies. 
Yeah, great prayer. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll lift up all these intentions. Let's add them to yours. And let's add Josephine from Newark, Delaware. Hi, Josephine. Hi, Drew. Hi, Maggie. Thank you for taking my call. I'm praying for my son, Francis. He has an interview, 3.30 your time, 4.30 okay. my time. And I'm praying for my friend Yolanda, who was just diagnosed with breast cancer, um, that she received good news this Thursday. Thank you. You got it. Well, perfect timing, right? You're about 10 minutes away from yeah. that important interview. So we will... Uh, We'll lift it up right now. And and God hears these prayers. You know, I'm convinced of it. And um, Lord, I just pray for anyone right now who is going into an interview, anyone who um, starting that new job, that they can have the intelligence and the eloquence and the charisma that they need to really uh, make an impact and make a difference. And um, I just, I pray for anyone who's underemployed and unemployed and struggling financially uh, today as well. It's so hard when... Uh, the debt rises and you see no way out. It can rob you of your hope. It can create all sorts of stress on the relationship. And but I just ask for your mercy in those areas. You're a God of providence. Uh, may your blessing be visible and abundant for those who are, are seeking it right now. I give you all of Josephine's intentions. I give you my heart. You know what I pray for. I turn to you now with trust as I pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world all right we'll go to the windy city next bob is in chicago hi bob hey uh thanks for your uh prayers uh all of your prayers in the past i'd like to ask god for the conversion of three men i know friends all of whom are wonderful men in their own way, but each of them is uh, living in homosexual relationships. And one of them in particular came out to his family and they've totally rejected him and won't even speak to him. And so I'd like to pray for him and his family in a special way. And also I have four friends, all of whom suffering from serious cancers. One of them in particular is just 25 years old and he's got a really complex and deadly cancer and he's really becoming very discouraged and very afraid and my heart just really goes out to him so i'm begging our lord to just take pity on us and uh lay his healing hand upon uh, these friends of mine bob you're a good man and and i want to speak to any parent right now whose child has told them that i have same-sex attraction your response should be one of love, right? I mean, God has entrusted that child to you. I mean, pray for the child. Um, don't break bridges. And I want to pray for anyone right now who um, is dealing with division in the family, anyone who has uh, found uh, their family's relationship ruptured. It could be siblings. It could be between parent and child. It could be spouses. Could be in laws. And Lord, I just ask that that grace of healing entered. I pray for Bob and every one of these intentions that he brought forward for the conversion of his friends 
those who are living in the gay lifestyle, Lord, um, we pray for their safety, their health, and I pray for anyone who's living an impure lifestyle, anyone who's betraying the the state in which you call uh, them to, and, and give us all the graces to be faithful in that vocation that you've called us to. I, I pray for those with cancer. Again, I, I pray for this every day, and Lord, you have healed leprosy, you've raised from the dead. I ask today, by virtue of these prayers and those united with me, that there be many miracles of cancer, that those cells shrink, that those tumors shrink, that those cells disappear, that the blood is renewed, that the bones are restored, that the vital organs are healed, or wherever it may be, I pray for these these miracles. I do pray for those who struggle with their sexuality uh, in any way, Lord, that you give them the graces um, to to live according to your, your, your call for them. And we pray, Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, let's hit the West Coast next. Martha is praying with us there. Hi, Martha. Please pray that the young man with a suicidality, mental illness, and gender dysphoria doesn't get the uh, sex reassignment surgery. Okay. His mother's a very holy woman, and he told his mother that he wanted to marry his girlfriend and have a family. So it's really sad because now the hospital seems to be fast-tracking him into the department called specialty surgeries. So if everybody could please pray just to block this and make a miracle. Well, we'll pray right now. I believe in that miracle. That miracle is going to happen. So, Martha, let's pray right now for your friend, uh, your friend's son who wants to have that gender reassignment surgery. Let's pray that, that God's natural law can be respected and upheld. And I think of... Um, just a beautiful promise that the Lord gave to Faustina. It was December 26th. It was a day after Christmas, not 1936. Uh, it's diary entry 848, I think. And the Lord said this. He says, oh, what great graces I will grant to souls who say the chaplain. The very depths of my tender mercy are moved for this, those who say this prayer, for those who say the chaplain. God's heart is moved by, our, 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 by this prayer. And there's so many promises that he he gave to those of us that unite with faith, with trust in this prayer. And I think anything and everything is possible. So let's not limit God. He's a God of the impossible, right? That's what the angel told Our Lady when he appeared to her. He says, nothing's impossible with God. So right now, I pray for those, Lord, right now facing these decisions, those with mental health issues. Lord, I want to pray for those struggling financially. I want to pray for those who are having difficulty in relationships. I want to pray for those who are having problems with their health. Lord, I want to pray for all those intentions that are being cried out to you right now, lifted up to you by those united to me. And I thank you for the promises you've given through this prayer and for the fact that you hear these prayers. And I turn to you now with confidence as I pray, Eternal Father. 
I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Our Lady Queen of Heaven. Pray for us. Our Lady of Champion. Pray for us. Mother of Mercy. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Our Lady Reconciler of Peoples and Nations. Pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful. Pray for us. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Saint Faustina. Pray for us. Saint John Paul II. Pray for us. Saint Peregrine. Pray for us. Saint Jose Maria Escriva. Pray for us. Blessed Michael Sapochko. Pray for us. And Venerable Samuel Mazzacelli. Pray for us. All you martyrs of the Eucharist. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hey, do me a favor. As I was praying that chapel, I was just thinking, it would be so wonderful if when we prayed again, and I prayed every day at this time, if you would just tell one other person. Just send them a text, a tweet, an email. Just let them know we're about to pray. I think as our spiritual family begins to multiply, so does our voice. And I think we're going to, I get so many answered prayers. I get so many answered prayers that come in. And I think that number is only going to multiply as our faithful family continues to grow. So send me your answer prayers, Drew at RelevantRadio.com. Tell others they can stream us at RelevantRadio.com. They can do it on the mobile app. If you don't have our app, go to Google Play or the Apple Store, wherever you get your apps, and download the Relevant Radio app or on the station you listen to us on. Got a lot to talk about coming up. I hope you'll stay with me, okay? Don't go away. I'll be right back. Tweet us your prayer intention anytime on Twitter at Drew Mariani Show. Join Father Rocky and Bishop Frank DeWayne this Wednesday, February 28th at 7 p.m. Central for a special broadcast of the Family Rosary Across America on the road live at Ave Maria University, our proud sponsor. Video stream on Relevant Radio's app and at relevantradio.com slash rosary. That's relevantradio.com slash rosary. His power is made perfect in our weakness. This is the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Yeah, hey, thanks for praying with me. I, I can feel the power of our united prayer. I really can, and I'm so grateful for how many answered prayers continue to get sent in. Make sure you continue to send me them. 
drew at relevantradio.com. Okay, drew at relevantradio.com. And I'll tell you something else. If you are in a tough time right now and you're really seeking, oh, I, I don't know, the ability to feel the Lord's presence, go before him in the blessed sacrament. Really, I mean, I'm telling you, go before him in the blessed sacrament. It will change your life. You'll find peace. You'll get answers. The spiritual landscape will clarify for you, and you'll come out of there uh, renewed. That's my advice to you. And, and then I want to invite you to do something else. We're in a, a really unique time. Our nation's bishops have, um, well, I guess it was about two years ago, almost two years ago, they established a uh, Eucharistic revival. And uh, I just thought it was brilliant because we, we live in a time where we are seeing, and you're probably experiencing this thing yourself. You know, your kids aren't going to church. They're leaving the faith. We're seeing the belief in the in the pre, true presence at dismal numbers. We're seeing uh, the rise of the NONESs, those who say, I don't need religion. I don't need organized religion. I, there might be a God, but I don't need it, right? Uh, I believe, this is my personal take, that things are changing. And you and I are in that title change at this moment in time. Uh, they have a three-year Eucharistic plan, a three-year Eucharistic revival. And in July, that'll begin year two of, or the year three of the Eucharistic revival. And I, I want to put on your radar something that's happening. You may not have heard about it. You may not even be aware of it. I, I'm in the know on this type of stuff, so I figured, oh, everybody knows. But uh, there is a National Eucharistic Congress that is being planned and it's not the first one in the country. There have been others. Uh, the one that was held when I was young, I was just a young kid in the city of Philadelphia about 50 years ago, uh, 1976, um, a million and a half people showed up. A million and a half people descended on the city of brotherly love. Uh, before that, it was 1926. It's kind of a once-in-a-generation type of an event. Uh, there is one being held in July of this year, and I, I wanted to get you plugged in, so I invited my colleague here, Josh Raymond. He's the vice president of programming here at the network. You heard Preston, Alex, if you were with me a little bit earlier. If you didn't, want to get this on your radar because I, I want to invite you not just to attend because I think it's going to be a grace-filled, life-changing uh, experience, not just for you but for your family and those that you're bringing. So it's, it's going to be a place of pilgrimage. But I really want to invite you to travel with me and with Josh and with Kale and with Patrick and with Father Rocky and the whole relevant radio family. You pray with us, you learn with us, you hang out with us on a daily basis. Why not experience this revival with us? And Josh, it's great to have you in studio with us. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, what a beautiful day. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I heard you saying earlier, can't believe how fast time goes because we've got less than five months. You know, we've been talking kind of internally about the Eucharistic Congress and that event that's coming up in July. And uh, we've we've talked about that for a few months. We've yeah. promoted it on the air somewhat, but uh, th today we really wanted to make a special kind of emphasis that yeah. this is something you know. If you if you are thinking about going right now, is the time when you need to finalize those plans. And so, yeah, we're excited to be able to partner with the leadership at the National Eucharistic Congress. But like you were saying, Drew. It's a three-year revival that our U.S. bishops have called for. And when I first heard of the Eucharistic Congress, I thought, oh, that must be at the very end. You know, that's that's everything leads up to that point. I did, too. Yeah. I did, too. Which I think is kind of the natural because thought. That's the culmination. Yeah, right. Okay, we all get together, and yep, this is the final hurrah, and yay. Okay, that's revival completed. <laughs> but um, it's actually... 
at the end of the second year leading into the third year. And it's because when we attend the Eucharistic Congress, it's not the end of what we're doing. It's supposed to be that we who have attended, we take that enthusiasm, that renewal and revival that we experience there in person, and we bring that back to our homes, to our, our home parishes, to our communities, our family, our friends, the people that are closest to us in our local areas that we can impact directly. And we let that revival kind of go forth from us into those people that didn't have the opportunity to attend. Yeah, so year one was the diocesan revival, right? right? Focuses on fostering a deeper Eucharistic devotion at the local level. Year two was um, not just the parish revival. So you had the diocese, now you have the parish revival, focuses on a shift to the parish. Year three, that's sending people forth. Right. So, and I, and I love that because that's what we're all called to do, right? We're all called to go out. Um, I hope you'll Join us, you know, and I, I think you're going to, maybe your parish is not really engaged in this. Maybe you're not seeing it. Well, you can bring it back. You can transform your own parish. I think Eucharistic Adoration is going to be on the rise after this event. I think people are going to bring back to their own parishes new life. And if you're saying, oh, my parish, you don't know what it's like, Drew, go to the Eucharistic uh, Congress and be an evangelist, right? Be a missionary. Come back. Uh, bring your pastor. I know there's tickets given to uh, different dioceses and different parishes. So if you can get a ticket, Please do that. If not, go to um, Relevant Radio. Go to the National Eucharistic Congress. Let's fill the stadium. But, Josh, I know you're the vice president of programming, and I know we're going to be there. I know we're going to be making presentations. We're also going to be broadcasting, right? right? So people can actually see everybody they get to listen to do a live show. Right. Or at least right. some of us. Right. Most people that have a live show, at some point, they're going to be there on the mic doing their normal live show. Uh, we're, we're planning to set up in the exposition hall. We're going to set up a live radio booth. You get to watch the, the board operators that are running the board. You get to watch Drew and Patrick. We'll have microphones. So if you want to pray the chaplet yeah. of divine mercy with Drew, show up. Write down your intentions on a card. Drew oh, will bring you up to the mic. You can share what you want to pray for. I, I'm excited at the the prospect yeah. of even just in that expo hall at 3 o'clock central every day. It's going to be loud. People coming together, <laughs> and you'll hear that through that entire hall there. That's not even the stadium. That's just that little expo hall part there. But hear thousands of people that are all saying, uh, have mercy on us, you know, it, it, being able to pray together. Yeah. Uh, that, that's going to be powerful. But then take that and move into the stadium. And I know you've been to World Youth Day at least a couple yes, times. Yes, I have. I've never been to World Youth Day. I'm excited about the prospect of hearing 70,000, 80,000 people all singing the Alleluia before yeah. the gospel reading or the great amen after the consecration. Yeah, I was mentioning it earlier. I mean, it, yeah, you, you, look, one of the reasons to come is just to experience that. You know, I've been to World Youth Day. I've been to these massive events. I was sharing with uh, uh, Preston. I was at a Eucharistic Congress, and, and I was also at the Sea Conference once where there were ten or 14,000 kids. When you see people on their knees all together worshiping God, when you hear the beauty of the music with all these people singing, it, it's trans it's transcending. It's amazing. What it'll lift your spirit. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you will leave with such grace from an event like this. The problem with this, though, I mean, I'm really excited about being there. I'm glad I'm there because when I first heard about it, and we were kind of in the know early. I'm like, I got to get my ticket because I want my wife to come. I want to make sure I participate yeah. in this. And we found it. Oh, Relevant Radio's got a block of rooms. I said, that's super cool. So I'm in. Then I found out later, uh-oh, NASCAR is showing up in town. So rooms are really, really limited right now. And I know we have 
I guess a limited package, a limited right. number. Yeah, uh, not of only is right not only is there the racing event. There's also some national uh, uh, sorority like Greek right. system uh, conference. They're holding that same weekend. I think there was even a third one. Wow. But so there's a lot that is all kind of descending and happening in Indianapolis that weekend. And so you're right, Relevant Radio. We had blocked out some rooms. Yeah. And they're right there in the downtown heart. It's That's great. It, the the hotels are actually connected to the convention center, so you get to walk oh across on a sky bridge, or you get to go through an underground tunnel. It's right across the street, or right you know around the corner from the stadium, where all the big events, you know the the big mass, the big evening revival sessions, yeah. different things like that, will be taking place. So you're right there. And Preston and I, our Preston, our yeah. CFO, we had looked yesterday. We found one hotel room available in the downtown area, still available, $1,300 a night Whoa. right now. Yes, yes. A night. A night. Yeah. Supply and demand. I know. But that's, that's the other thing too, Josh. Being on campus is such an advantage. You know, if you want to go to adoration at night or you want to hear one of the breakout sessions or you want to pray, your Father Rocky's going to be praying the rosary on stage. I mean, you want to be part of any of this stuff, you walk over the bridge like you said, Right. A lot of these other hotels that people have, they got to travel 45 minutes. You know, know. they got to be shuttled in and shuttled out. Which that, is still worth it to be there absolutely. in the presence of Jesus absolutely. in the Eucharist. So I, I'm, I, I, yeah. If but that's, to my point is, you know what, these <laughs> limited packages we have right now, if you're, if you're saying, Hey, I really don't feel comfortable with traveling that far. Get in right now. I will give you a telephone number that you can get plugged into. And Josh, do you have that in front of you? I that do. Good. Yeah. Why don't you give so, that a, this is, yeah, we partnered with Nativity Pilgrimages, so they are helping to coordinate if you have travel uh, that you need to do to get into the Indianapolis area, um, the hotel rooms that we have blocked off right there in the downtown area, even your tickets to the Eucharistic Congress that can all be packaged together, and we have a number of different levels yeah. or variety of packages available. The number is 844 400 That's 844 844- Four hundred ninety-five fifty-nine. You can also go right to our website, uh, the homepage there, relevantradio.com. It has a video of you, Drew, that's up there telling about kind of the history of Eucharistic Congresses. But then you can learn more there. Same on the Relevant Radio app. It's the first thing that you'll see today yeah. when you uh, go on the app. You'll see that that banner that you can click and learn more. I'm looking right now at uh, VIP travel packages, premium access packages, weekend exclusive packages, right. group travel packages. Discern what you want to do, and then, you know, prayerfully join the Relevant Radio Family. It would be great to hang out with you, because I know those who sign up, they're going to be in the same hotels. Is that how it works? Yeah, we have a few different hotels. They're all there cool. in the area. So I, I can't tell you right. exactly, exactly what hotel it's going to be. But, yeah, you know, I will say also, yeah. we do have that weekend package that you mentioned that's yep. up there. If you cannot make it for all five days. So it starts Wednesday night. It wraps up Sunday morning, July 17th through the 21st. If all you can make it for is the weekend, then come for that. Cool. But if you can make it for all five days, it's actually, they're, they're, they've put a lot of planning and preparation and real thought into the experience yeah. of this Eucharistic Congress. So it builds upon each day. Yeah. Every day has a different theme that leads into the next day, into the next day. And then it it is that sending forth when we finally come to day five, Sunday morning. Well, it's historic. Yeah. That's for sure. And um, I know I've got to take a quick break here, but... Um, uh, you know, this is a once-in-a-generation event. It really Whether is. you join Relevant Radio or not, 
get your ticket and come. If you can be part of the Relevant Radio family, hang out with us, be part of our breakout sessions and uh, participate with everything else, we'd love to have you because you are family. I've got to take a short break. When we come back, actually, one of the speakers will be joining me. You get to hear from her. And uh, we'll talk about the power of adoration, too. I mean, there's some really weird things that happen in communities that spend time before the Lord, as I was saying. I'll fill you in on that and much more. Stay with me. Connecting you to the truths of your Catholic faith. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, looking for a new job? How about one that offers opportunities for spiritual, social, and charitable growth? Our sponsor, Catholic Order of Foresters, is hiring new agents today. Visit relevantradio.com slash Forrester. An Illinois Life Insurance Society, not available in all states. We have a monthly event with adoration on Fifth Avenue at St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City, where the front doors spill out into one of the busiest streets in the world. Right outside shops like Victoria's Secret and Saks, sisters and habits that are still trending after centuries. <laughs> Ask people in the streets, welcome, would you like to come inside? And you wouldn't believe the kind of responses we have when we invite people to ch try church again. One young family said, that was an unexpected therapy session. <laughs> I love that. God therapy. You can't beat it, you can't pay for it. <laughs> it's a free gift given just for you with an inexhaustible power of healing. And it's the best care that we can give ourselves and invite others into because it's handing over the heavy lifting of Jesus and letting Him be Lord in our life. Prayer before the Eucharist is a treasure that we will never exhaust. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. So much to talk about when it comes to Eucharistic adoration. Um, I'm telling you, it's life-changing. You will encounter our Lord truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. You know, Pope John Paul II, St. Teresa of Calcutta, all the great saints knew this, embraced it, loved it. And don't forget the fruit of it. You know, communities flourish, crime rates drop, peace and harmony prevail in places where Jesus is present and where he is adored. I think it was St. Alphonse Liguori who said, of all the devotions, that of adoring in the Blessed Sacrament is the greatest after the sacraments, he says, the one dearest to God and the most helpful to us. I, I could talk to you about St. Faustina. I could talk to you about all these different encounters. But what I'd like to do today is welcome to the conversation uh, a, a wonderful woman. Her name is Sister Mary Grace. She's a member of the Sisters of Life, originally from Australia. And she took her final vows in August. She serves uh, the Sisters in Toronto, is now the Director of Evangelization Mission in New York City, and uh, she's here to share with us a little bit about the Sisters. So good to have you with me. Good afternoon. Oh my gosh, Drew, such a gift to be on here. It's going to be hard to to stop talking when it comes to the Eucharist. We're you know, passionate about this. Sister, I want you back. I'm going to bring you back to talk about it. I know we have a small window today just because we have a little bit of an amended schedule. But I, and I'd love to have you when I'm in, in uh, Indianapolis. I want you, we'll get you scheduled to stop by the studio. We'll have a chance to talk. You're standing up against the culture mm -hmm. of death, especially by caring for women who are in crisis pregnancies. You're in the forefront of uh, of that cultural and that spiritual battle in our country. I, I, mm -hmm. Mother Teresa has this great story of, you know, when she, during the French Revolution, she brought these, uh, the, these military officials came to her hospital. She made them go yeah. to the chapel first. And they, we don't need to see that. They were evaluating the hospital. She made them see that. And after they saw the horrors, the sufferings of all the people there, they realized that you know, she, you know, she says, that's why that's, they asked her, how do you do this? How do you deal with the filth and the squalor? Mm -hmm. She pointed, it's the Eucharist. That's why we started there. Mm -hmm. um, how does mm -hmm. the Eucharist empower you? How important is adoration in your mission and, and, and why should people frequent it? Yeah, it's an awesome question, Drew. It's, 
it's like you're reminding me, it's basically, you know, we can give people a program, but giving them the Eucharist is giving them a person, which ultimately every single human heart is aching, has been created to contain this gift. Uh, and a lot of our, our life we, we live and we don't, we don't know this. We don't realize the dignity and the gift that God is offering every human heart. And, uh, but I tell you what, when we see hearts receive the Eucharist to come to believe in God, literally lives are transformed and starting with sisters. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. So, mm. um, how much time do you spend before the Blessed Sacrament every day? Is is, is you, you know are what? You able Not to... enough. <laughs> I love that. Great the more, answer. The more the more I live this life, the more I think, how on earth did I live without it? Uh, but on a on a on a daily basis, as sisters, our whole life is structured around the Eucharist. It's kind of like the framework for our missions, our personal life, everything. It kind of unites us all. So we we have daily mass. We have a, a Eucharistic holy hour. And all of our prayers we have in our chapel. So Jesus is kind of the touch point throughout our day. Um, and, and really our hope that every heart we meet gets to encounter the same unconditional love that makes our lives possible. Uh, I love that. It. It's so beautiful. You, you know, I find mm. when you make time for God, um, God, who is the author of time, somehow allows you to get done what you need to get done. You know, Bishop Sheen would always spend time with the Blessed Sacrament, even if it meant missing a train. You know, he would never yeah. put off his hour of, of adoration. And a lot of people think, yeah. I'm too busy. I, I, I'm saying yeah. make time for the Lord, and I guarantee you, your life will be transformed. The, there was a recent yeah. survey that was out. It found that about 82% mm. of people who recently professed final vows as a religious said that they mm. regularly spend time in adoration before entering religious life. Um, yeah. I, I was mentioning before you came on, crime diminishes, you know, vocations increase in areas like this, donations increase. Yeah. What is it about the Eucharist that just transforms everything around it? Yeah, that's an awesome question. You know, it's, I mean, you think about the Eucharist, it's the greatest proclamation of the meaning of our lives. You know, it's, um, it, it gives us meaning, it gives it purpose. And when we allow our hearts to encounter the, the God who is alive and living and, and totally in love with us and, and has an infinite source of mercy for us, you can't help but allow your lives to be changed. Uh, and we see this in our missions, but especially on St. Patrick's Avenue. I mean, we're talking about people that aren't even open to faith having incredible encounters with the Eucharist. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's what God does in that place. That's really amazing. I'm sure it's a great source of strength for you, too. Life can be hard and beat you down. Do you, do you think that if mm. more people were adoring the Lord in the Eucharist, that a lot of the other problems that face the church, face the culture, face the family, would change? Oh, absolutely. I think with every great renewal in the church comes a, re a revival of the Eucharistic life in every every heart. Which is why the Congress is like honestly so exciting because, yep. you know, we can't we can't evangelize without him. We can't unify the church without him. We can't preach with power without the Eucharist. So the fact that we're all going to turn our faces and press into this truth, like I can't wait to see what's going to happen afterwards. <laughs> so what are you expecting at the conference? Uh, what are you going to be doing there and what are you hoping to mm -hmm. encounter? You know, we're, we're bringing a whole tribe of sisters along, so there'll be a good, a good uh, number of sisters of life there. And we're really there why everyone else is there. And that's uh, really to encounter the living God. And it's powerful. It's um, incomparable when that happens in, in a place where many are gathered. Uh, and there, the Eucharist has a, has a capacity to unify the church like no other program. Um, so we're there first and foremost to give glory to God, to adore him and love him, and then to ask Jesus, what is the future of the church in our country, in our lives? Uh, and let him speak into our deepest needs. Yeah. Sister, you're a cradle Catholic, like yeah. me. I mean, I love these great conversion stories <laughs> of people who aren't, right? I, I happen to always have been Catholic, maybe not the best. But yeah. um, was there ever a time where you took the Eucharist for granted, and, and how did that change? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember growing up and I remember at one point when I was a teenager, you know, we had daily mass at school and I just kind of thought all Catholics got used to doing this, but I got used to it. But I remember walking into the chapel one day and genuflecting and realizing in my heart, I don't know you. Wow. And then finally, when I actually started a conversation with Jesus in my heart, I would say that was that would that changed the trajectory in my life that I actually spoke to Jesus like a person in the Eucharist. And I and I that changed everything. And I'm so glad that conversation began. And I encourage that just to, yeah, not to keep the Eucharist at distance, but to begin a conversation with Jesus in that place will change everything. Well, sister, I look forward to meeting you and hanging out with you and the Sisters of Life. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. We're only a couple months away. So I will uh, look forward to our paths crossing. And hopefully we'll talk before then again. I hope that we'll have that chance. Okay. But if not, l- let's, let's definitely say hello. Okay. Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks. Too. So Come good to have you. you. Thanks for making time for me you today. Too. That is, uh, that's, uh, say a prayer for her too, please. That's uh, Sister Mary Grace, member of the Sisters of Life. You heard the accent, you got to love it, right? Originally from Australia and just made her final vows. There's a joy in in these beautiful nuns and they're going to be there along with so many others. And that goes back to my point about, about adoration. It's such a wellspring of grace, not only for our personal spiritual growth, but really for the entire community. And it's just not my observation. You know, the lives of the saints, the teachings of the Pope, They all reinforce the incalculable value of spending time in adoration. If things aren't going well for you, you need a little extra prayer, a little peace, go before our Lord truly present. You will find your answers. I'll be right back. 